Greetings to you all in the sweet name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I've been talking to you about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but joy of the Holy Ghost. What a blessed life is Christian life. In spite of problems, difficulties, hardship, sickness, the river of God, the Holy Spirit makes us happy and keeps us always happy. I thank God for that great river of God, the Holy Spirit. And in continuation of that, today we'll read 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. The kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity that you have given us to learn your word. Holy Spirit, you are the teacher. Help us to understand your word correctly. Lord, let your presence be there wherever they listen this through television or CD player. I pray that your presence may fill that place and you may teach every, every person gathered there. Let your name be glorified. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. I told you that Jesus Christ has brought us into the kingdom of his dear son. The kingdom of dear son is not meat and drink, but joy in the Holy Ghost. And here it says, the kingdom of God is not in word. That means it's not in telling stories, but exercising power. After Jesus rose again from the dead, he said, all power in heaven and earth is given to me. So the follower of Jesus Christ is walking in a powerful field. He is not walking on a defeated ground. He marched from victory to victory because Jesus Christ has given us victory. And Holy Spirit is the power of God. So, kingdom of God is not a weak thing, but it's the most powerful organ on this earth. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 and 4, Paul says, Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 and 4, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Here he speaks about the ministry, how they fight against the strongholds of the enemy. We do not fight in a carnal way with weapons, arms and ammunitions, physical weapons. No, this is a spiritual battle. Battle against the spirit world. Battle against the God of this world. Battle against the prince of this world. Therefore, he says, our weapons are not carnal, but strong enough to pull down the stronghold of the enemy. What Jesus speaks is about us. Luke chapter 10. Where's Luke chapter 10, verse 18 and 20. And he said unto them, 
I beheld Satan as, light, as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread, upon, tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall be by any means hurt you. Friend, you and I are kept in a powerful kingdom. Yet Jesus Christ, behold, I give unto you power to tread upon that means to bring the enemy under our feet. Tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. I praise and thank God. The kingdom of God is about all the kingdoms of this world. The kingdom of God is all the empires of this world. That's what we should understand. The kingdom of God, the power of God works. But in the kingdom of world, power of human being. But in the kingdom of God, power of God. So God has kept us in a powerful field. Acts chapter 17 verse 6 we read how the first century saints were ministering. How they were moving from place to place. Acts, Acts chapter 17 verse 6. And when they have found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren under the rulers of the city crying, These that have turned the world upside down are coming there also. Look at the statement of the outsiders speaking about the body of Christ. They didn't have money. They didn't have soldiers. They were being persecuted. They were being chased from place to place, from town to town. They didn't have a permanent hiding, uh, living place. They didn't have a worship place that's called church building. Nothing they had. But even then, about them, it is said, they turned the world upside down. They turned the world upside down. See, look at, the, look at the powerful ministry of the children of God. They turned the world upside down. So, the ministry or the life of a believer is not in an ordinary way. He is in a powerful field. Galatians chapter 3, verse 3. Galatians chapter 3, verse 3. Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, are you now made perfect by flesh? You have begun in the Spirit, but turn to the flesh. The powerful kingdom of God. The powerful gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Has been diluted, watered down. Made powerless. Why? People have turned to the world. If you remain in the spirit. It's powerful. But when you turn to the flesh. It becomes weak. Where God has seated us, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. And he hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Brother, pastor, preacher, please understand. Jesus Christ has trans brought us into his kingdom, the powerful kingdom. And it is a place of joy. It's a place of power. And we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. But 
when we turn to the flesh, when we turn to the material things, when we turn to the physical things, the power vanishes from us. Then we become weak people. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 and 2 says, Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 and 2. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ seated on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Listen. You are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Therefore, seek those things which are above, where Christ seated on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Friends, Many times we were called to be the followers of Christ. We are supposed to walk in the powerful field of the kingdom of God. We turn ourselves from the spiritual matters to the physical things. We turn away from the word of God to the material world. Therefore, 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 and 16. 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 and 16. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. The word of God says, Love not the world, neither things that are of the world. We are called from the material world to the spiritual world. Jesus Christ brought us from the power of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Our joy is not material joy. Our joy is through the Holy Ghost. And then we are in a powerful field, stronger than any power of this world, stronger than the mighty power of Satan, the enemy. At that time, we should be careful that we should not be on the material world. Here he says, love not the world, neither things of the world. If many man love the world, the love of the Father is not in vain. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of lies is not of the Father, but is of the world. Now, I would like to show you this small chart. In this, I, I like to see this wild olive from this wild olive you and I are cut and grafted to the true olive when we are grafted to the true olive what we should do this root of the true olive bring all the food for us but if you do not Stand on the Lord Jesus Christ. If you do not abide on the wild olive, your roots will go down. This is love of the world, lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, pride of life. These things will go down. Your disease will go down and start seeking, searching for food. Look at this branch. These branches also. They don't, they don't have any roots. They are abiding in the wild olive. Whatever food 
the sap that is provided by the olive tree it's satisfied by, with it and you can see the fruits of on this but whereas many people just like there's a kind of a tree from there lot of roots goes out you may have seen some kind of trees from there the roots goes down and then when they touches the ground it becomes stronger so these days many preachers many pastors are like this they are conducting their ministry they are not abiding in Christ they organize people to raise funds they beg on the television sets please send money for our ministry please send your tithes please give your money please save our ministry please save our television ministry our radio ministry my dear friend that is not the way of god way of god is not a begging way not pleading with people to give material things when you are on the bra- on the tree olive tree your duty is to bring forth fruit you just abide that's why jesus christ said in john chapter 15 verse 1 to 5 gospel of john chapter 15 verse 1 to 5 i am the true vine and my father is the husbandman every branch in me that beareth not fruit he taketh away and every branch that beareth fruit he purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit now ye are clean through the word which i have spoken unto you abide in me and i in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine no more can he except you abide in me i am the vine you are the branches he that abideth in me and in i in him the same bringeth forth much fruit for without me you can do nothing beloved friend pastor teacher the whole christendom are being deceived by certain deceivers who doesn't know the word of god correctly they quote old testament scriptures for instance i like to quote first chronicles chapter 29 verse 12 first chronicles chapter 29 verse 12 both riches and honor come of thee and thou reignest over all and in thine hand is power and might and in thine hand it is to make great and to give us strength unto all see the scripture says both riches and honor come of thee that means riches and honor come from god therefore these preachers quoting the scripture say oh riches and honor is from god therefore work hard ask god to get more riches more money and when they caught this then the believers think oh wow hallelujah we can also become rich my dear friend they are quoting scripture after context of course in this word it is written this word is true both riches and honor come of thee so many the whole christendom is being deceived by great preachers you can look at the televisions of various tv broadcasting stations and big crusades 
and big conventions where these preachers come in jet planes and preach and make all people happy and people are all after riches and honor. Then see one more scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 19. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 19. Every man also to whom God hath given riches and wealth and hath given him power to eat thereof and to take his portion and to rejoice in, in slavery. This is the gift of God. See the scripture is when you read it here it said every man also to whom God hath given riches and wealth and hath given him power to eat thereof and to take his portion and to rejoice in his labor. This is the gift of God. So these preachers quoting the scripture, see this word says, riches is from God, it is a gift to God. If you are poor, that is your weakness, they preach. I'll quote some more scripture. Hosea chapter 2 verse 8. Hosea chapter 2 verse 8. For she did not know that I gave her corn and wine and oil and multiplied her silver and gold, which they prepared for well. Here it says, I gave them midst God, gave her corn and wine, oil and multiplied her silver and gold. This is also a true, a, a true scripture. Oh God, if we follow God, he will multiply our silver and gold. Then Haggai chapter 2 verse 8 Haggai chapter 2 verse 8 the silver is mine and the gold is mine say the Lord of hosts silver is mine looking at this quoting at the scripture preachers preach look in the word of God it said silver is mine then why Gentile world is enjoying the, with silver and gold why not we the children of God my dear friend you have to understand the mystery behind this. In the Old Testament time, before Christ came, the law was different. After Christ came, the things have completely turned opposite. At that time, people were thinking, whose God is a strong God, he will destroy their enemies. Therefore, God told people of Israel, destroy the enemies completely. Therefore Moses and all the kings destroyed their enemies completely. But when the true law Jesus brought, what Jesus said, love your enemy as yourself. And if one man slap on one cheek, show the other. Do you understand the difference of the God's dealing of Old Testament time and New Testament time? The Old Testament time, the people of the world were only able to know that language. Therefore, God allowed them to destroy their enemies. But when the true law has come, the Lord says, love your enemies. If one, one slap you on one side of your face, you show the other. The New Testament says, resist not evil. And then, the Old Testament time, or before Christ come, people thought that whose God is a strong God, he will bless his people with riches and gold and material blessing. 
Therefore, God blessed Abraham and all the people of Old Testament time with riches and gold. Therefore, God gave them riches at that time. God gave them gold at that time. God gave them silver at that time. It is true. The scripture is true. But when Jesus Christ said, until and unless one deny everything, he cannot be my disciple. I told, told you, first uh, Luke 9.23, unless you deny yourself and forsake everything, you cannot be my disciple. At that time, God called Abraham for the promised land of Canaan, which was on this earth. Now the promised land, New Jerusalem, is not on this earth. Yet it is in new heaven and earth, which is yet to be made. This earth is going to be destroyed with all the riches and gold. The earth is going to be destroyed. God has given us a better promise, much better, which is unperishable. That is heavenly things. So the calling of Abraham and the calling of you are two different things. So don't be fooled by these false preachers. They are not anointed by God. They may be jump up and down, they may be speaking in tongue, but the spirit in them is not true Holy Spirit. If it is the true Holy Spirit, they would definitely tell you the true word of God. They are speaking in tongue, jumping, and you must say them. They are, when they are speaking over the stage, their body is shaking. Oh, you must say mighty people, they may perform miracles. That's why Jesus Christ said that that day many will come and say, Lord, in your name, we performed many miracles. We cast out demons. We did many things. Then the Lord will say, I don't know you. Go away from me. So brothers, sisters, pastors, preachers, I pray that God may open your understanding and know the true word of God. What Jesus Christ, 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 11, here we see 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 11. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust which war against the soul. Abstain from fleshly lust that war against the soul. Brothers, sisters, it's very important for us to be spiritual. Many among the true, many among the Christian world Many of the preachers, majority of them, more than 90% of them have gone out of the track. They quote Old Testament scriptures, riches is from God, silver and gold is from God. God blessed Abraham. Therefore, we are also to be blessed. I want to tell you what Abraham about Hebrew chapter 11, verse 13 to 16. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 13 to 16. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded and of them and embraced them and confessed that they are strangers and pilgrims on this earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. 
and truly if they had been mindful of that country from whence they have come out they might have had opportunity to have returned but now they desire a better country that is an heavenly wherefore god is not ashamed to be called their god for he hath prepared for them a city listen they though they were blessed with material things still they were not satisfied look at abraham hebrew chapter 11 verse 9 and 10 by faith he sojourned in the land of promise as a strange in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac Jacob the heirs with him of the same promise for he looked for a city which he had foundation whose builder and maker is God preacher who preaches material blessing listen the word of God Abraham who was called by God who has given material blessing he was not satisfied with material blessing god took him to the promised land and in after reaching the promised land he continued to live in a tent it was possible for him to make a big building you know lot he also followed abraham and on the way there was some quarrel between the shepherds so lot looked for sodom and gomorrah as the big best country he went there he built a beautiful house there he became a leader there at that time his the abraham was just continuing and living in the tent you know the daughters of lot would have said look our father is wise he earned so much things he his wife he became a leader of sodom and gomorrah you know angels came to visit abraham abraham was living in a tent so there was no room for him to invite the angels to his tent so therefore he made them to sit under a tree remember and he served them food there under the tree and but when he went to sodom and gomorrah you know lot took them into his house and given them good food given them good lodging place but in the night something happened the angel said lot get out of this place i am going to destroy this place lot and his wife and two daughters in the morning they had to run but they were lingering angel said to drag them out and they as they were running they said don't turn back but his beautiful wife loving wife lord's wife turned back and she became a pillar of salt jesus guy said remember lord's wife and then you know his daughters committed the biggest sin committed adultery with their own father you read in the scripture now i borrow your imagination come with with me to heaven i show you a scene noah his wife his three sons and their wives eight people sitting there in one place and the other place loth alone because in jew the decision lord was counted counted righteous because he started with abraham loth is alone there his wife became a pillar of salt 
His daughters became sinners. No permission to come to the house of God. Loth is sitting alone there. At the same time, Noah with his wife and children forsaken the world, obeyed the word of God, got into the ark and was sitting there. For seven days there was no rain. When people were not coming in, they, were, they remained in that ark. And when the rain started coming, the door was closed. Now, Lot, his wife, and his son and their wives are in heaven. Noah, Noah, his wife, not Lot, I'm sorry. Noah, his wife, not Lot and his wife. Noah and his wife, and his three sons and their wife, eight of them are sitting there. Loath alone. Why? Love of material things. Loath so. Sodom and Gomorrah is attractive. In the same way modern preachers. Blessing preachers. Material blessing preachers. You are a loath. You are destroying yourself. You are destroying your family. You are destroying the church members. I want to tell you the experiences, several experiences I have. God sent me to America and I, I was preaching in Alabama in a big church and they came away. There was a Dr. Timothy who was a backslider, but when I, when uh, he was slowly coming to the Lord, but when I was there preaching, God revived him, a famous doctor. After I came back to India and Jammu, after four or five months, he called me on phone and he said, I am coming to India. And he said, I want to stay with you in your room. I said, my friend, I am staying in a rented house in Jammu. He said, all right, I stay in that room. I said, the facilities are not that good. He said, it's all right. So he stayed with me for 15 days. And when I was talking to him, he used to take the picture and write down notes and all things. What of food I served to him, he was eating. Now on 12th day, I was very busy in, the, in my work in the office and other people. So there was a brother, Stanley John, who used to translate for me when I speak in English. I said, brother, you help him. So he was moving around with Stanley John. On 12th day, where in Jammu, what he took me to, a, he came and said, pastor, please come. And I went there. He has shown me a big plot in the Porsche colony where judges and lawyers, high quality people lived there. Very big plot. And he brought a contractor and some workers there. And he made a, he brought a map prepared in America, planned in America. A three-story, three-floor building. Ground floor for the church, first floor for my accommodation, and the second floor for the office. All fully air-conditioned. And the air conditioner worked powerhouse underground with a strong generator. He said, the whole amount will be spent by our church. We want to give it as a gift to you. See, three floor building, millions of rupees. They want it all will be air conditioned. Very big building. And he said, just pray and start the groundbreaking. See, the workers were there. Machines were there. Contractors are there. The landowner, all big people. I just 
said one word, God called me to be a pilgrim. I do not want the house which you want to construct me here. I never asked them. They came from America, Alabama, a Pentecostal church. That church is a big church, a very wealthy church. They have there's some people having uh, aeroplane factories. They make aircrafts. Very rich church. They wanted to give to me that church building. That was a church, you know. When uh, I was, I to, I was after when I was go, uh, I wanted to go there. They would love me so much. I was coming. Uh, I was flying from New York to Alabama. On the way Atlanta, when we landed, our plane met with an accident. The nose wheel broken away. It was a serious accident, but we were protected. So our flight was delayed for two hours. So I thought I'll be able to reach there on the next day only. I was relaxing in the big Atlanta airport, very large airport. I thought, because I have a connecting, connecting flight has already departed because we were two hours late because of this accident. So I was relaxing there. Then somebody said, Samuel, plane is waiting for you. I said, in this big Atlanta airport, there will be so, there are so many Samuels. Then after about 15, 20 minutes, somebody said, hey, M. Samuel has come from India to preach in Alabama church. Special plane has come for you and waiting. Uh, gate number so-and-so. Then I understood this for me. When I went there, a small plane with two pilots and hair horses waiting for me. They said, sir, for you, this plane has waiting. They came for one and a half hours flight. Yes, I got into the plane. And when they, they said through the computer system, internet system, they came to know that our, my plane in which I was traveling met with an accident, so I could not get the connected plane. So they received me. So such a big church, they wanted to express their love to me by making a very big building of three-floor house in Jammu. They gave some money to the contractor and to the landowner. And they purchased something. I said, brother, God called me to be a pilgrim. I don't want this thing here. So I did not accept. He was disappointed. Totally disappointed. I did not accept it at all. He was full of sorrow. Then the next day, he said, I already booked a van for you, air-conditioned van. And I booked it. It's booked in Bombay and it's being brought to Pune. And he said, there will be, it's all air-conditioned. There will be your toilet bedroom and also your office table will be there and he said I already paid half of the money he said will you accept this I said my brothers who are serving with me they do not have many of them do not have a cycle then how can I enjoy the pleasure of this air conditioned vehicle I said I'm sorry I don't need it. then I said it's a big loss for me I said whether it's a big loss or a small loss I cannot accept it so, brothers, sisters, the true way of God is not after material things. We are not called by God to go after material things. We are called by God to walk spiritually in a spiritually powerful field, pulling down the stronghold of the enemy. What Satan is doing these days 
He is bringing so much wealth to the pastors so that they may enjoy and sleep. They may not continue the fight. Satan is giving. Satan is God of this world. He offered Jesus Christ the whole material things. Jesus said no. What Paul said. All things were profitable to me. I count it as a loss. You know. Paul was a very rich man. On those days. Ships were there. These days we have planes. And he was having. They were having on their own ships. And he was highly educated man. Learned. At Gamaliel's feet. He was a Roman citizen. Born Roman citizen. Enjoying special privilege. Very great man. Rich man. But when he got the call of God. When he got the privilege to be seated in heavenly places. He counted all these things. Material things as a garbage. No attraction for the garbage. Preacher. You are distributing garbage to the brothers and sisters. Speaker. You are a mighty preacher. Millions of millions of people are follow you. You have aeroplanes. You are jet plane. But you are a garbage collector. I call you garbage collector. You are a great person having planes and material things, but you are a garbage collector. For the people are called with a heavenly calling. All these material things are garbage. Silver and gold, all other material things of this world is garbage. You know, you and I are called to walk on the golden street. You know, in the New Jerusalem, the streets are paved with pure gold. And I'm called by God to walk on that golden streets. And now itself by faith, I'm walking on the golden street. Therefore, the material thing has no attraction. What Paul, in order to win Christ, what he did, I would like to read that scripture to you. Philippians chapter 3. Listen carefully. Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 onwards, 7 to 13. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Ye doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ, and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is God of God by faith, that I may know him, and the power of resurrection, and the fellowship of his suffering, being made comfortable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained it, either were already perfect, but I follow after it, that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ. Here he says, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made 
unto the comfortless death. Therefore, I count all things but the loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ my Lord, for whom I suffered the loss of all things. Do count them but done that I may win Christ. Preacher, do you want Christ or dung or garbage? In the name of Jesus Christ, you earn a lot of money. You are using Christ to earn money. Believer, what's your desire? Using Christ to earn money? What Paul says, I want to know him and the power of resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. This rich man worked with his own hands for the ministry. Read how much he suffered and hungered for the ministry. He worked with his own hand. And you know, I see him in the Roman jail. From there he is writing a last letter to his beloved disciple. His beloved associate servant of God, Timothy. I am ready to lay down my life. I'm ready to be offered. And in that he says, bring that blanket and that manuscript. The rich man, what left with him? Only a blanket and a manuscript, a copy of, in which he has written. When Timothy brought that also, he could not see him. Before that, he was executed. Look at the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hanging him on the, hanging on the cross. He did not have a piece of cloth. He says. Thoughts of holes. Birds of nest. But the children of. Son of God has no place to lay. He said. Beloved friends. Run away from these false preachers. They are not sent by God. They will take you to hellfire. I've written a big letter to Dr. Yonggi Cho. You can read that letter. I've written about 10, 12 years ago. I said, I wrote to him, Dr. Yonggi Cho, you made the dose of Jesus Christ, the bride of Jesus Christ, like pigs. Through your preaching, through your teaching, the dose of Christ, of, you have tried to make them pigs. Because always preaching about material blessing, material, imagine, pray for material things. He did not, uh, he did not give the reply, but his associates sent the reply. What letter? It is a 12, 13 page letter. You can visit our website. You can note down www.captainsamuel.com www.captainsamuel.com in that teaching, if you go to the teaching place, you will see a letter written. Uh, there's a letter written to Dr. Benihan and a letter written to Dr. Yonggi Cho. So, beloved friends, in the name of Jesus Christ, I love you. I am not a, a, a competing with this Dr. Yonggi Cho or Benihan. I do not count them as servants of God at all. Because 
they do not give true milk they diluted the word of god they give another philosophy they are not preparing the bride of christ bride of christ you have to follow the lord as a pilgrim as a pilgrim you have to follow the lord as a pilgrim when you follow the lord as a pilgrim there is joy there is great joy there is you will be you will be rejoicing in the lord see look at the church songs of solomon chapter 8 verse 5 songs of solomon chapter 8 verse 5 who is this that cometh up from the wilderness leaning upon the beloved hallelujah the church is coming from the wilderness leaning upon the bosom of her beloved jesus christ hallelujah that's why jesus paul says hebrew what paul says hebrew chapter 13 hebrew chapter 13 verse 12 to 14 hebrew chapter 13 verse 12 to 14 wherefore jesus also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood suffered without the gate let us go forth therefore unto him without the camp wearing the reproach for here we have no continuing city but we seek one to come what paul says let us go outside the camp bearing the reproaches people are in the camp they say many of you may not be able to understand the life in the camp and outside the camp those days there were not big building they were so people used to live together in a big township and there have big wall around that's called the camp this dwelling place and those days there was no commode or toilet system like that so they used to use all the uh, dung and dirt outside and the dead dogs and cats outside so outside it would be stinking so people all will be living within that wall within that enclosed place there it is joy singing happy there is competition enjoyment but paul says let us get out of this nice softy enjoying cozy place let us go outside friend after you are taken your cross your destination is golgotha you must understand that to reach golgotha you have to come out from your softy cozy place to walk through the wilderness and when you come out of the camp you cannot stay there there is stinking place bottles old bottles and other there there is no comfort there will be all false allegations and blames and everything but there the holy ghost is there and then when you reach golgotha then only you can say i finished my course after reaching golgotha only you can say i finished my course and on that cross you have to be offered i tell you the true gospel i give you the undiluted word of god i give you the plain milk the word of god if you drink this if you eat this you will be satisfied you will be glorified so faulty preachers 
Material blessing preachers, come to the word of God. Don't just depend on the Old Testament. Yes, God blessed with material things. New Testament, Jesus wants to make you a pilgrim. So that you may continue your journey and reach heavenly place. For an heavenly called person who is seated in heavenly places, the material things, the rich and gold and everything is of no value. How many people offered gold to me, riches to me? In Nepal, one lady offered how many cages of gold? 300 acres of land, two big houses. 300 acres of land. I said, I will not take even a glass of water from you. This is not the stories of anyone. In Kerala, one husband and wife said, our house and everything was written for you. They called me to their house and they given me written deed. Sign it along with it in Kote. I said, I don't need it. They were crying. I got a heavenly calling. If you have a land and property, I'm not against you. But your mind should not be on that. You are just a custodian of what all you have. God just entrusted to you. It is not for you and for your children. It is not a property for your children. You got a high calling. So I request you, my beloved brothers and sisters, follow this scripture. Follow this true word of God. God has given you the grace to be seated with him in heavenly places. So these people who are seeking a country, hallelujah, God is not ashamed of them to be called their God. But if you are material minded, if you are after material things, praying God, give me this, give this, then God is ashamed to call you as his son. That's what I would read that portion again and then I'll close in Hebrew. If you are after material things, what God? Here it says, But now there's this year a better country that is an heavenly, wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, and for he hath prepared for them a city. See, here we find verse 11:35, one verse. Women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance. They might obtain a better resurrection. Others had trial of cruel mockings and scourging, moreover, bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sown asunder, they were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskin, in goat's skins, being destitute, afflicted. Tormented. Beloved, this is the path. God has given you a high calling and allow you to walk on this path so that you may be qualified to sit with him on his throne. This high calling God has given you. So when you go on this way, it is a powerful field. But if you go after material things, your power will be taken away. The kingdom of God is so full of power. Hallelujah. It is full of power. 
But if you go after material things, friend, there'll be no power. I invite you, come to the powerful kingdom of God. Throw away the desire of material things. Throw away the worldly things. When you're seated with Christ in heavenly places, seek those things are heavenly. Seek those heavenly things. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for your word. I pray this word may continue to work in their heart so that they may know the true way of God. Thank you, Lord. Continue to speak to each and every one. In Jesus' holy name I pray. Amen. I'd like to sing a song to you. Four, five, six. Where he may lead me, I will go. Four, five, six. Song. Where he may lead me, I will go. For I have learned to trust him so. And I remember twas for me that he was slain on Calvary. Jesus shall lead me night and day. Jesus shall lead me all the way. He is the truest friend to me. For I remember Calvary. Oh, I delight in His command. Love to be led by His dear hand. His divine will is sweet to me. Our Lord, by blood stained Calvary. Jesus shall lead me night and day. Jesus shall lead me all the way. He is the truest friend to me. For I remember Calvary. Onward I go, no doubt, no fear. Happy with Christ, my Savior. Trusting someday that I shall see Jesus, my friend of Calvary. Jesus shall lead me night and day. Jesus shall lead me all the way. He is the truest friend to me. For I remember Calvary. 
where he may lead me. I will go, for I have learned to trust him so. And I remember twice for me that he was slain on Calvary. Jesus shall lead me night and day. Jesus shall lead me all the way. He is the truest friend to me. For I remember Calvary. My friend. Preacher, teacher, believer. I love you in the Lord. I shared you the true gospel. If you are a rich man, all right. You are just a custodian of those riches. If you are tall cars and millions of dollars in the bank, you are just a custodian. Use it as the Spirit of God guides you. Don't leave it for your children. If you leave it for your children, your children will go to hell and from the hell they will say, Papa, Mommy, Daddy, you left all the riches for me that those things have brought me to this hellfire. What you can leave for your children, the precious faith, the gospel of Jesus, so that they may also follow you. Beloved friend, would you like to become a pilgrim? Today, make up your mind. God has given you the place to be seated in heavenly places and exercise power. The kingdom of God is not only joy, but it is power. Power of the Holy Spirit. Let me pray and close. Thank you, Lord, for this word. Let this word continue to ring in their hearts. Holy Spirit, let this word work in every heart and they may be converted and they may repent from their way of material seeking mind and seek true things. Thank you, Lord. Bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. My dear friend, wait for the other important CD. That's what you have to become. Up to what level you have to reach that CD. Wait for that. Get that and understand it. God bless you. God's presence continue to be with you. Amen. <laughs>